Is this right okay? Yes. Everybody tested this now. Welcome to the podcast about nothing. <laughs> Oh, you're still recording? Oh, shit. Alright, hi there. Um, I attended here once again and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Straight from the Heart. And um, on this episode, I'm taking that title a little, very literally. Uh, I'm an English speaker, I shouldn't be saying a little, very literally. Here, please. Hi there, my name is Ayotunde. Welcome to another amazing episode of my podcast, Straight From The Heart. And on this episode, I want to really take it straight from the heart. So, I have a friend here um, who's choosing to be anonymous. And we just want to talk. We always have these conversations outside podcast walls and they make so much sense. So, we just want to talk about, bother around a couple of things and the universe, the universe guides us through and let's just see how it goes so um my anonymous friend for this episode uh what should we call you q, q all right so we'll call you q <laughs> all right q um so uh what are your what are your interests what are you most interested in as a human being <laughs> I, I don't know whenever I get asked that question it's depending on where I am at that moment in life will determine what I'm interested in because I don't like limiting myself because I can say oh this is what I'm interested in this is what I want to dedicate my time and life to and tomorrow I wake up and discover um, discover something and like okay I want to shift my interest mm-hmm. so rather than being seen as an indecisive person Mm-hmm. I just I enjoy everything. Mm. But right now, what my interest is is in um, one is learning how to just go with the flow of life and accept mm. and be adaptable. I've never really been that person. So I grew up in a family where every morning. I'm not kidding you. The only time we came down was when it shifted to just weekends. Every morning when we woke up, my dad always told us, write your program out for the day and you have to submit it to him. And then he has to check everything like, okay, okay. And then by the end of the day, it's like, by 8 o'clock, did you do this? Yes. Did you do this? And you have to check. And if you do not do it, problem. Mm -hmm. So only came down maybe to like weekends. So you have to, okay, 8 to 9, I'll pray. 9 to this, I'll do dishes. This, that, 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 that. So I always had that sense of structure, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. Not until, um, yeah, university. So I was I was now in a period where sometimes I just had a class in a day for an hour and the rest of the day is free. Like, what am I going to do with all this time and all that? So it was like I had to start structuring, I'll do this and do this, but I was struggling in that regard. So that's when I think I started learning how to just sometimes open yourself to whatever um, experience the universe brings you and just experience it. And it's beautiful because I've, I've met a lot of amazing people that way. I've opened myself up to new experiences, 
I've had new experiences. I've learned new things that way and all that. And I feel yeah, that's that's like my interest right now. Really understanding and learning to balance that. To also know when okay, I need rules, and to also know when just go with the flow. Yeah, go with the flow. But that sounds like because we've had this conversation before about the the way society assumes we should be so do you think there's a problem with that identification that oh i'm an artist and you allow that to define the person you are like using what you do to define self because that's that's around where we are what you're saying is like an opposite of that the thing is what we define as self has so much depth that I don't even think in an entire lifetime a person will get to discover the entire depth of their self. Mm. So you just discovered a few parts and then you use that part to define all of you and it's limiting because kudos to everyone and their expressions. Mm-hmm. But the thing is how do I put this? The thing is that expression that is coming out through you can be expressed in diverse ways. Mm-hmm. in diverse ways so probably um, your environment nature nurture and all that just aligned you in a certain way so you get to express it in a certain way mm-hmm. so we have I don't know let's say I have this expression for beauty something I want to communicate someone who is an artist that has chosen that medium will paint beauty and when I see it I'll feel it I could sing about beauty. When you hear it, you feel it. You know, different. Someone could dance, and it's about beauty. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, there are just different ways of expression, and we can all choose. Oh, I want to use this way, and you do it. I want to use this way. So we should not use that means of expression, just one means of expression, to say that is all of you. Mm-hmm. Like you are so much more deeper than that. Fame now, yeah, music. But then when Demi handles the camera too, mm-hmm. he's something else. Fabs when he writes, like he's the goat of writing right now. So we should not just let one thing define us. So rather than say, um, I'm a writer. That's all I, I can say. I'm a writer, but just writing is one of your expressions. Knowing that, that when you say I am. You're not defining self. self yeah. You're just probably defining one aspect Bet of on, self. Yes, one aspect of self. Exactly. So, which now brings me to, what is that self? What you? How would you define that self? If if there was okay, how would you attempt? Maybe not define it. How would you attempt to define that self? Um, I think the easiest way was we had one discussion and he said. A car and the driver. Mm-hmm. The self is the driver. Yeah. So I, I don't even think we should use self to define it because if we think of self, it's limiting it to the way we understand self mm-hmm. will not necessarily define the driver. So rather, let me use the use them soul. Okay. So your soul that is you mm-hmm. in the car, which is your body. Then we can say the mind is where the body and the soul interact. So because they need each other to communicate. So that self now in quote is like the soul. 
So it's, it's like, um, depending on the kind of driver, let's say I'm like all these fast and furious kinds of drivers. But mm-hmm. Okay, it's more like I have a lot of passion in my soul and I want to express it. And the body I'm in is a car. So I'll probably express it through drifting and all those stunts and all that. Mm-hmm. If it's someone that is more calmer in their soul, you might drive the car with more finesse and slowly and everything. So it's just like that expression, you are using the body, what you have outside, to just display what is inside. And what is inside, there are so many parts of it. I mean, we grow up. You, you still hear 50-year-olds say they just discovered something new about themselves. Nigga, you've been with yourself. <laughs> you've been with yourself by your own self for 50 years. And you still did not know that there was a part of you. As I said, it, it can take an entire lifetime. And you might just even scratch the surface of your mm-hmm. soul. Mm-hmm. And the, the other time we're talking about how everything is energy in motion. And how, like, I think that that helps us better understand. Because when we talk about the self, I think I'm tending towards duality, and that's or dualism. And that dualism is that you have a self that is conscious, and you have a self that is unconscious, the subconscious self and the conscious self. So it's like, um, in understanding that self, I'm getting lost in my own thoughts now. <laughs> In understanding, okay, yeah, I was talking about um, how we are all vibration. So, can you shed more light on that? Like, and how, because it's like if you understand the basic functioning of the human self, like the way the human body operates, what the human body is a bunch of atoms brought together, empowered by some energetic force that sustains us throughout our lifetime, and then that enables us to pass out vibrations. And then those vibrations are what the things we understand as, oh, this vibration comes in, oh, it's an emotion, it's pain. This vibration comes in, it's an emotion, it's joy. So those kind of things, uh, we were talking about it the other day, and why now do you feel like you don't have anything to say about it now? You don't know that. <laughs> That's the point of you being anonymous, so you can go as deep as you want to. I know. But the thing is, no, the only thing that will prevent me from talking about this is I like at least to an extent, let me get my facts right or let me know enough. So I'm still exploring this topic. Mm-hmm. I'm still learning about this topic. I don't want to say something now and then the next two days I'll recount what I just said. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather know more. Then but you always say this shit though. Back. You rather I know. know. I Even know. when you know a lot I'm about st- something, <laughs> you still always say. I don't know a lot about this thing yet. Mm. That's Your definition thing. of a lot is relative though. You know, can you say what? What's about? Straight from the heart. Straight from the heart. Thank you, Demi. Okay. I did science in secondary school, but I cannot remember that part very well. But they were teaching us about um the cohesion how atoms like they bind themselves to each other mm-hmm. so and how they bind themselves to each other whether it's tension or something see this is what i need to get right but i know they are always in a state of vibration mm-hmm. so when you see something 
that looks solid if you look really closer the atoms holding themselves together they are constantly vibrating mm -hmm. so and when something vibrates they don't just some things vibrate in certain pattern they have like a kind of pattern the same way how i'm speaking to you i'm moving the air um particles and the cadence of my voice or how you determine that is is the pattern at which it is moving so there's a distinct pattern that oh, there's a distinct way i move the air mm -hmm. that now gives that uniqueness of my voice mm -hmm. so everything has like a distinct pattern the way the frequency moves so as a human being as everything is moving around you it's creating vibrational patterns so it's like you're a mass of vibrational patterns if i remove the solid parts of you Mm -hmm. away and i just take out only the vibrations and the patterns that's what they are mm -hmm. same way um you know when they do that EEG scan they're reading stuff in yeah. your brain so how your um, neurons they communicate with electricity and so they have patterns too that they follow um when you develop when you develop a new behavior or when you learn something new or a new thoughts or something they mm -hmm. create new patterns in yeah. your brain so that when you remember that thing or when you want to go back to that thing it's following that same pattern mm -hmm. it's like how you remember what to do for example if 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 i put my hand in fire i withdraw it back that movement that motion of taking it back taking it back is already a pattern that's been etched in my brain mm -hmm. so every time i'm in that situation it's like that pattern gets ignited mm -hmm. so these are patterns same way your body to the vibrations are moving in certain patterns so when i hear when i'm maybe sad or happy there's a part of my brain that lights up mm -hmm. so happiness has its own vibrational, vibrational pattern, pattern. Hey, let's put it that way mm -hmm. happiness has its own vibrational pattern when i hear a song that the vibrational pattern is similar to that because it's going to move the air particles in that pattern mm -hmm. it's going to get into my ear beat into my eardrum gets translated to electrical um, energy the way the message is being sent will be in that same pattern mm -hmm. it will align to the side of my brain that is in tune with the happiness mm -hmm. exactly so that's when i hear that song like oh i feel happy Mm -hmm. or this song makes me feel this way or this song makes me feel this way and if i hear a new sound that i don't have any registered pattern of that kind of a vibrational frequency or pattern i'll probably maybe i don't like this song or i'm curious okay let me let me hear and like so when you hear i'm just taking it from the angle of sound yeah. So the more you listen to different sounds, it's like you're giving your brain, you're creating new ways of understanding sound, new ways of understanding vibrations. Mm -hmm. So the more you hear different sounds, you can appreciate sounds more mm -hmm. because there's, <laughs> I don't, there's a way of relating to that sound. Mm -hmm. So minus sound too is the same with people. So when you come across people that their vibrational patterns their being matches yours and like oh my kind of person is easier to relate to that mm -hmm. to that person mm -hmm. and also as the more we as we learn as we grow in terms of intelligence in terms of consciousness the more you know 
it changes your vibrational patterns it mm-hmm. changes your vibrational patterns and as it changes your vibrational patterns most times those people that you were compatible with your vibrations were the same mm-hmm. that's why we have issues of when someone grows but like they've gotten to a new phase of their life they can no longer relate with those people that they were with before mm-hmm. it's because as you were changing your vibrational patterns too are actually changing mm-hmm. so as it changes it might not match that of the person you were with before mm-hmm. so and if that doesn't happen then energy clash yeah, that's, that's so it's like this now makes sense because if you think of disagreements or fights on a basic level is just vibrational patterns that were on different ends and then they clashed and then it created something yeah. so do you think because Demi and I were talking about it earlier today when we were working that it's like the world or the cosmos the universe as we know it what if it is some energy creation company for another dimension what if we are just <laughs> passing around energy creating you know, creating passing around transforming transforming energy to different forms and at the end of it, because if you think about it what you were saying about everything having particles look at the wall now the wall would have otherwise been some sand on the ground all the things that made it up there have been some sand on the ground but we molded it we plastered it brought it back to this place and left it still being that consistent so if you think of it as an econ- economy it's like it's an economy of energy that we keep empowering with our actions what do you think about that oh, wait, <laughs> what the fuck? Well, it actually makes sense it actually makes a lot of sense to think of life that way like so we're just generating energy for yeah. something else because okay think about that thing that this guy said in that um the world is connected um ted talk um team true or something and he was talking about how there were some things that some cyanobacteria that needed to exist long ago and they just kept dying dying if that's the case then i kind of like agree because yeah i kind of agree to this because when we were coming yesterday and immediately we switched to a place where there were lots of trees and the air was cool and like oh we just moved from a place of pollution to, to a place, place of, mm-hmm. and it was funny to think that what we call pollution all the carbon emissions and all that that is food to the trees mm-hmm. that is what they need to take in and then they'll give us their own mm-hmm. waste mm-hmm. oxygen that we need so then like you said all this transfer of energy and mm-hmm. all that what it's leading up to i don't know but minus even leading up to something is what is enriching all of us mm-hmm. that's why we need each other we need to trade off energies because most times what i don't need is what you need the mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. what you don't need that might seem like is nothing that's why each of us are special Mm-hmm. in our own different ways because I, what I'm getting from this person is something that I cannot give myself mm-hmm. and what I'm giving this person is something that they cannot give themselves mm-hmm. so that trade of energy and it building up to something I think so because I've never understood man's rush with wanting to grow so fast in a, 
in terms of technology and innovation mm -hmm. and everybody wants to bring the future now mm -hmm. bring to what end why are we moving <laughs> so fast to what and it's like everyone keeps preaching like there's doom ahead if we keep going this way but yeah we're still pushing and it's like evolution just keeps happening like, to what end is 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 the point like this evolution mm -hmm. why do we need why do we keep um adapting and changing and becoming better and better and better versions of ourselves if we're becoming better versions of ourselves mm -hmm. to what and so what is uh, evolution perfecting us for what is evolution rearing us for <laughs> <laughs> exactly because we were seeing it as the world is moving fast fast to where i think the world is just the world is self-destructed i feel like the world is the way the world is designed, if there was an architect that spoke to me earlier on about the world, it's be that the way the world is designed is like there's it's bound to self-destruct, especially with the way humanity is. We we're talking about the example of the lions the other day. Like, mm -hmm. no matter what a lion does, lions have order. They know that okay, this is the limit to my existence. Lions cannot say if lions are that smart and they could develop, they could have developed to the point where they would be like. Nah, these niggas they're always coming to the bush. How do we prevent them from coming to the bush to come and disturb us? And then they will devise, okay, you, you are head of strategy. Stay at the gates. You are head of this stuff. This stuff. They'll probably pay me to come and do strategy for them or some shit. Like, but they don't have that awareness. They will never do, no matter how big the lion gets. All they will do is and bite and kill. Just like, the, but humans, we don't have that limit. Humans can be anything. We can, we can do. We think we don't have that limit, and that is of man that's why we always think that we are we are we are the gods of this world we are the, exactly that that's why we always see ourselves as separate from nature that we don't the thing is the lion mm -hmm. he doesn't know of any limits he doesn't know that he can be better mm -hmm. to him that is he, that is just plain yeah to you too you don't know if there's even anything that's the thing to the lion we are the ones that are seeing it as we are better than them. We are mm -hmm. higher animals than them and everything. And even if the lion recognizes that mm -hmm. and he wants to be different, is it not funny that if the lion wants to be different, he cannot be a higher lion? The difference now is being a human, another thing entirely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So probably we that were thinking we are the most intelligent beings in the universe. We are the controllers of the universe. We are this, we are that. We can destroy the earth and just get away with it and stuff. What if there's actually something higher, like you said, that's in another class that's just mm -hmm. looking down on us and all that, but it's not even something relating to humanity at all. It's not something relating to the body. It's another form entirely. And you're just oblivious of that. I think we overrate our form of existence so much that anything that we cannot perceive in our form of, of existence, existence is, we is assume that real. it's not real. It's not real or it's or, not, it doesn't or have it's importance. Not, or if it's not microscopic. If exactly. It's not... Because our sense of perception itself is so limited. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. What we call reality is just what we can perceive. Mm -hmm. That means later on, they discovered when you, you cannot see lights and things in different spectrums with machines and all that before those machines were there those spectrums those things were, were in existence you just we, we just didn't know how to just, exactly now we know how to see those things now we know how to experience those things 
So there might be a lot of other things right now that we cannot experience because we cannot perceive them. It doesn't mean those things don't yeah. exist. Which brings me to the main... You know when we said we wanted to make this thing spontaneous? In my head, I'm like, spontaneous simple. Now, that's what I want to say. <laughs> but actually, it ended up being spontaneous. But uh, the last thing I actually want us to talk about is identity. And because it's like our reality in recent times has caused us to be around older Africans that have told us a lot about our history. And for me, apart from those stories in themselves, the fact that I'm hearing stories about my people, and it's sounding like some Disney special or some Bridgeting kind of movie, and it's like, ah, me too, Malayo now, like, I have people too. So it's like, it gave me that kind of sense of identity and makes me feel like, and we've been having more conversations, I've been having more conversations with people around identity and all that. What does identity mean to you? And how have you tried to what have you done to stay true to who you are? And how can you even know who you are in the first place? Sorry to bombard you with so many questions, but one <laughs> at a time. <laughs> okay. I think, first of all, all these things that I'm saying, they are not definite things. They're just how me, I think about these things and I've like come to my own conclusion. Okay. They are subject to change too. Okay. So as I grow and I learn more. But this is also me learning more. Mm-hmm. Actually talking about the ideas and mm-hmm. things in your head. I think that we have two types of identity. Okay. So the first identity is like the driver of the car. Okay. So the, that's the driver of the car. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the driver of the car is in a different form that the car is in. Mm-hmm. So if the driver wants to express something with, let's say I'm the driver, mm-hmm. and I want to express something I can only do with my limbs, I remember that, oh, the body I'm in does not have limbs. What is the equivalent of that? Mm-hmm. What's the equivalent of expressing this thing? There's that identity, and that is the identity that people use lifetimes mm-hmm. trying to know, trying to understand, trying to figure out. Then the other identity is the one we give ourselves, or the one that society gives you. But it's like I will call the persona, the character that you've chosen to be in this world. And the thing is, to have true identity in the sense of here, in the sense of um, societal identity or the one you choose to define yourself, mm-hmm. to have true identity, it has to come from, it has to be in touch with the original identity. Mm-hmm. So now a lot of people might not get to express the entirety of the driver, their being, let's call it being, mm-hmm. might not be able to express all that. Mm-hmm. So, but little channels of it might be able to come out so but it's going to come out through it is either going to come out through the identity you have created for yourself or the one that society has given you so at any time 
you are you've taken on the identity of what society gives you and is in dissonance with who what being really is that's when you start having a rough life life seems meaningless that is because there's a disconnect there so whatever character you choose to give yourself here on earth it should at least align with the true identity of who you are so that now brings the question of knowing yourself the true identity the true identity that is knowing being we might not understand everything but the thing is you can actually get in touch with it and channel it and know it mm-hmm. and the possible am i saying you cannot know you can actually you can know being and there are well, let's say exceptions now beautiful people that have known themselves what we now call enlightenment have attained the enlightenment when you've gotten to that point it's your true expression of how you are as being that thing that that energy without matter is just being expressed without any filter without any lies without so it's just it's just coming out so a lot of people actually that's what you use most people use their lives trying to understand what we call enlightenment knowing what self is and all that so it's just like when the practice of meditation what it does is actually reconnecting you to that true um, identity being mm-hmm. is exploring is teaching you about yourself that you've forgotten that you do that you are still getting to know that's mm-hmm. what things like that um, does to you there are other practices and other things that you can do mm-hmm. that can bring you closer to self so it's you have to know that self first before originality can happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's it so in understand because I feel like understanding self, understanding self is like aligning most to your natural instincts. Like, or how do you understand self? Okay. I don't know how to explain that one, how to understand self. Well, yeah, it's two things. It's not just natural instincts. We have natural instincts. Then there's also, we like call it spiritual instincts too. Okay. Because I would just use meditation too as the practice to know itself. Because when you meditate, they tell you to, to be conscious of your body, conscious of your breathing, conscious of the movement of your body. I am both body and spirit. Mm-hmm. So I need to know my body and understand my body. Mm-hmm. Then the other spiritual instincts, I don't know how to explain it, but you just know. You know how there's that thing like, how do you recognize what truth is to you? Mm-hmm. You you have a question. I want to know this thing, or I don't know. I'm just feeling this way, and then the answer comes to you and like, yes, that is it. How did you know if you did not know before? So how do we recognize truths? How do we recognize? Oh, this is my path. This is what I want to do, or this is my truest form. Those they do that knowing mm-hmm. is only you, and is that that part of you that is where you cannot lie to yourself mm-hmm. even if you lie to people outside even if you put on a character outside when you come back and you are just still and with yourself there's that place of knowing where you know what is you what is right for you mm-hmm. so meditation is kind of like taking you to that place to be still where you can just know it's a knowing that is beyond intelligence and just brain processing. Mm-hmm. You don't need that there. 
Mm-hmm. It's automatic. <laughs> that's that's the closest way I can explain it. So when you are that the more you train yourself in meditation, mm-hmm. unconsciously you begin to switch to that place with ease. Mm-hmm. So in any situation I find myself, for example, I'm in a situation where someone slaps me in public. Now, the only reactions I know or what to do about that thing is maybe what have I heard, how, what have I heard about situations like this and how did people react to it? What mm-hmm. have I seen? Have I seen a situation like this and how did it pan out? Mm-hmm. What have I seen in a movie about this kind of situation? Mm-hmm. What have I heard in a song? What have I read in a book about this situation? Mm-hmm. So maybe in one book I read that after they slapped the girl almost just go angry look for something on the floor and use it to hit the guy like should i take that approach or ah, i saw in a movie after i slapped the girl she started crying she fell on the floor blah 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 she became depressed started thinking about her life should i go with that move mm-hmm. or what i heard in a song almost they slap you slap the person <laughs> back or that kind of thing and you're assessing it how do i face this situation but if you can just be still for the next five seconds and ask yourself, how would me be being in this body? How yes. would I really want to react to this situation? Mm-hmm. It will come. That, that's, if we ask any question we ask ourselves, we all that initial answer, the first one that comes, that we know that is the truth, is what we want to do. But we we'll start making excuses and saying, no, nah, nah. It always comes. If you can, in every situation, just ask yourself. Mm-hmm. What would I really want to do? In this? How would I want to handle this situation? I think the part of enlightenment or the part of knowing self started for me in Nigerian weddings. So every time we go out, once it's time to share food, people are always fighting and screaming to get food. And I did not understand it. And you see women that are so fine with Gillian, like you think they are class. But when it's time to share food, kitty, 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 kitty. So there were a lot of times I'll go for parties, I'll come back, all my siblings will bring bags of complete of rest. I'll not come with anything. My mom was like, no, you should learn to fight for yourself. Blah, 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 blah. Get this, get that. But what was happening at those parties was, this is what is expected. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to uh, at a party. If you want to eat, you have to stand up. But inside, in all honesty, I did not want to do that. Mm-hmm. That was not how I wanted to express my gra-gra. Mm-hmm. I'd rather put it in another in another way. So I'd rather stay true to that. Why? That is just one of the ways that mm-hmm. you can really get. And if you ask a question of how how can I or how should I really what would how would I like to express myself in this situation and you do not know. Mm-hmm. So that's a sign that okay, I need to explore more options or know more about that yeah that thing knowledge is literally power actually do you have any last words not like anybody's going to die or something but my last words is a prophecy okay yeah so like this group and what we are it's a very powerful thing we do not know the kind of the kind of energies that we actually generate when we are together. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel it every time. And it's something that if we just stay consistent, it's really going to 
blow up and like influence a lot of lives and a lot of people. So, and I'm just happy to put it on the universe <laughs> and then it will happen. Yeah, so I just want to end with this on my own path. Um, a lot of times, the kind of things we talk about, these kind of things we just finished talking about, people try to construe it as deep as. But in reality, it is like if you wanted to have a manual for the human body and mind and how those things come together, these are the kind of things we should talk about. And I think it's weird that we have manuals for everything that we have our television set, our cars, our everything. But what's the manual for self? How do we actually understand this? ride this car that we are in and how to mat manage it how to upgrade it how to so all these things are not they're not deep topics they're not and when you think about the spiritual it is not in the way religion has made spiritual scary spiritual is just the things that happen that you are not privy to with your conscious uh, senses so there's a lot more and i feel like for me my podcast that's why i've paused for a while my podcast is majorly about that. If I wasn't going to do that, I would just have done a podcast about something relating to my work or something else. But this is what I want to do. And I feel like everyone that's on a path to enlightenment, which I am on that path to, on a path to self-awareness, because it's a lifetime course. I feel like I just want to join hands with those people and let's just go on that path together. It's an interesting journey that then comes back to influence all other aspects of your life. And make it more glorious. Thank you so much for listening. If you listen to this point, I fuck with you. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>